The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Austin is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Thanks for being here with us today, listeners. We're always glad to have you with us. That's right. We're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing information on real estate and Mm -hmm. finance and And lots of things in between. All things related. That's right. Yes. That's right. So many things. Catch us on Sundays also if you miss part of it. Mm -hmm. We're usually on there Sundays from 3 to 4 p.m. We get our bonus programming and then we're also available all the time on podcast. That's right. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. What other ones Buzzsprout. am I? Buzzsprout. There's, I mean, there's so many of them out there nowadays. Right. But basically, you can Google us or ask Alexa. And That's right. You'll find us. Just ask Alexa. That's right. But there's over five, almost five years now of content mm-hmm. uh, cataloged in there. Yes. Lots of things. If you want to learn about a particular subject, you can search them. And uh, we have everything from... Gosh, green home building and mm-hmm. detached accessory dwelling units, uh, your oil tank in your yard, mm-hmm. credit. And the PLEA insurance that PLEA goes along insurance. with it. I mean, mm-hmm. so many different cool things out there that you yes. can catalog and check out and learn about. Yes. Yeah. C- catalog and check out and learn about. <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily in that order, but uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, before we get going, too, I want to yes. make just kind of a, a personal announcement. Um, okay. I, both of, both you and I, we, we do a lot of volunteering. We yes. serve different communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been involved as, as on the board of directors for Three Tree Montessori School for yes. for a while now. And, um, and down in Burien, Washington, um, I just want to congratulate. We have a new permanent executive director who was just hired. And, Excellent. And I want to congratulate Jamie Sweeney. Uh, Jamie is uh, just an amazing individual. Uh, we stole him from the Post Oak uh, School down in Houston, Texas, which is a very, Ooh. very famous school. And Jamie is a dyed-in-the-wool Montessorian and just a really engaging, engaging person. And uh, so, just a big shout out to to Jamie. Also, we we had a had an interim uh, executive director, mm-hmm. uh, you know, helping us run the school for the last year. Dominic Keo, Dominic has done yeoman's work uh, for that school and and accomplished probably three years worth of work in a very very short amount of time. So many many thanks to Dominic as well. Yeoman's work. Yeoman's work. That's a nautical term. I I. Familiar sort of with it, but what do you mean yeoman's work in that capacity? I mean hard work. Okay, that's like what I figured. Backbreaking, yeah. difficult stuff, and and uh, just really really great group of people. If if you're not familiar with Montessori, real quick story. Yeah. So <laughs> it's you. I don't know if it'll be quick. <laughs> well, <laughs> Montessori is a, is a, a really different way of education, and it mm-hmm. started with Maria Montessori back in the late 1800s. Isn't it experiential? It is. And the, 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 the thinking back as, as the world was going into the Industrial Revolution and, and companies and factories were industrialized, production mm-hmm. lines and things like that, yeah. 
the fear of Maria Montessori was that schools would go the same direction, that they would also be industrialized. Right. And and that's sort of exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is what happened. It is. So Montessori is... No child is, left is, behind kind of gets you there. It kind of is. Well, mm-hmm. that's part of it. But Montessori is very different. It's experiential. Uh, classrooms are very, very carefully laid out with tasks uh, mm-hmm. that, that sort of take advantage of a, a child's natural... Uh, interest in things and learning and and they can kind of go at their self pace but it really teaches kids how to think and and how yes. to just be good human beings super super important it's it's really cool to watch like critical thinking skills well so i'm i'm observing in a classroom and and the task was this is these are little kids the task was to uh, and then this uh, three tree montessori covers everything from preschool up to sixth grade we're actually opening up a junior high school next oh, year oh wow okay so it, it covers a full spectrum but this is a, a a preschool class so this little girl she's got a the little table and she's going to wash dishes so she takes a dish and she's got two tubs one with soapy mm-hmm. water one with clean mm-hmm. you know, so she goes through and washes the dishes and gets small you know wash and mm-hmm. rinse put in the rack and then she takes the goes and gets a bucket takes the tubs pours the water in the buckets splashed a little bit on the floor so she goes and grabs a mop comes mm-hmm. back mops it all up gets it all cleaned up and then and then puts everything away guess how old this little girl is uh three doing all these tasks three 16 months oh wow she's wearing pull-ups you know uh, uh-huh. it's it's incredible wow and the whole time she's happy and and mm-hmm. You know, they're just having just a, having a great time, yeah. And I'm, uh, you know, but that's Montessori. You know, yeah. they, they have tasks or jobs that the kids are doing, and they learn, you know, through those through those activities. Yeah. So no, that's um, awesome. It's 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 pretty cool. But if anybody's interested in information on Three Tree Montessori, uh, you can definitely go to their website. It's just threetree.org, or or reach out to me, Eric. At Eric is my banker, and I can kind of put you in touch. Uh, but if you've got little ones. And you're trying to decide where am I going to put them, or maybe that industrialized type format is not right for you. Uh, you should really reach out and uh, and and learn about Montessori, learn about about Three Tree. It's a it's a pretty amazing school. It really is. Anyway, okay. that's all I have to say about that. Well, you know what? I've actually been spending even more time in the Burien, Des Moines, and Normandy Park areas. Mm-hmm. You know where I was at recently was uh, Seahurst Park. Oh, love Seahurst Park. I had not been in there before, and I've sold all around in the Seahurst mm. neighborhood. Had never actually gone down to the park, and I took oh, Rusty down there yeah. and a date, and we were like just walking along the beach. And this person had grown up there and like yeah. knew this park intimately. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, I had no clue. I mean, like I just love where we live because yeah. I've been to so many other like beachfront parks. And this was, it was fantastic. Well, that park went through a major renovation a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they it had, it used to have a seawall and they took all that out and they made it a natural beach. Yeah, it's so awesome. So it, it does have some erosion, things like that. Yeah. It's natural now. Right. And there is a great um, uh, center there, Sea Life Center as well. Yes. Uh, that, unfortunately, uh, it was school not groups open. And things like yeah, that go there. It wasn't open on a Sunday, but mm-hmm. I saw it there. Yeah. We walked all the way up and down. It was really cool. Oh, yeah. No, it's Absolutely it's it's just it. a fantastic area, you know, mm-hmm. folks. If if you are, you know, in the in the home buying market, mm-hmm. and you've been looking on the east side or areas where you know a a, a, a decent home is six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars, or even or in the more. Seattle market, 
you should really check out that area. Yeah. Uh, because the amount of house you get and with the amenities down so much there, better. the views, the, mm-hmm. the waterfront, the parks. Well, you know, and you know that. that I do that all the time. Like when we teach our classes and we have people who feel like they're priced out of the Seattle market, mm-hmm. then we say, well, have you considered Burien? And they're always like, huh? Burien? And the thing yeah. is, is... Isn't that where the airport is? Yeah. it's. But there's so many great parks down there. There's also the 152nd, which has a ton of great restaurants and shops and everything else going on down there, along with some of the adjacent streets, of course. And uh, one of the other things that I did after going down to the park was went up to, you know, one of our favorites, the Tin Room. Mm -hmm. And then hung (laughs) around. Yeah, I got up there just the right time. Happened to notice that there was a cool movie playing next door at their Tin Theater, Mm -hmm. the Tin Room Theater. Which holds about maybe 50 people, something like that at the most. Yeah, if that. And so sat and had a great time watching the movie and having a cocktail and just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. People need to go check that out. Yeah, And you and I were just talking about you were recently down at the Smarty Pants Garage because even people in Georgetown they know have Smarty started Pants. drifting. Yeah, they've started right. drifting that direction and that business has expanded there. I've kind of become a regular there. They have mm-hmm. a Sunday brunch that's oh. off the chart. It's so good. <laughs> Not only it, their poblano. <laughs> uh, do, do you know which one yes. I'm talking about? It's a poblano. It's um, um, what do Benedict. You call it? Benny. Yeah. I love that thing. It's so del- I just had it like a week or or two ago yeah and that and their um bloody marys are phenomenal uh, yeah so, just saying okay, I'm, just saying i have to make it i know i'm starting to get hungry now, i've yeah. actually salivated <laughs> 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 but that poblano benedict is killer and, and here's the thing if you don't want the hash browns the the staff there let me know that if you're trying to stay away from um, different kinds of carbs and whatever mm-hmm. yeah They'll, you know, just they'll do like sliced tomatoes for you. And that's oh, how I go. had it. Oh, nice. And it was perfect. Oh, absolutely. No, they perfect. Have really fantastic. Yeah. People food. are like, why are you talking about food? It's like mm. this show is also partly about the neighborhoods let's and the highlight, lifestyle and businesses. Burian. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're bringing up Smarty Pants, you also got to bring up the 909. Yeah. Which is at 909 mm-hmm. Southwest 152nd Street. Yes. In Old Burien on the other side of. Yes. Across Ambom. No, Ambom. Ambom. Excuse me. Across Ambom. And, uh, you know, just a very small menu, but everything mm-hmm. on it is is delicious and mm-hmm. fantastic. And, yep. you know, everything, they always have a great seafood or they always have a great steak. Oh, and, yeah. And a fantastic wine if, if you uh, yeah. so imbibe, you know, it's a great, well, great little place. And then they've got Elliott Bay Brewing mm-hmm. is down the way as well. That's right. A great, great pub, great beers, mm-hmm. uh, insiders and all that. And the food's really, really good right. there. And then nearby that is if you're a pizza fan. It's what's bison pizza. Bison Creek. Bison Creek pizza, and you, they also have gluten free crust there. They do. Bison Creek's been there forever. Yeah, uh, and they're, all they're excellent. all wonderful. Yeah. So yeah. go yeah. check out downtown Burien. It's it's like a lot of people don't realize. And then when you get past Lake Burien, there's beautiful waterfront homes, view homes, at, lots of solidly built homes. I've been spending a lot mm-hmm. of time with customers who are all looking in Des Moines, Normandy Park, and Burien. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, and we're doing different things because they also, similar, like when we did the Dadu show, you know, with mm-hmm. the mycabin.com yep. um, for the detached accessory dwelling units, a lot of the zoning over there is allowing for those. It and is. I'm working, you know, you and yep. I are working together with a client right now mm-hmm. looking at those opportunities. That's right. I'm looking at a renovation project mm-hmm. uh, actually right down there towards Three Tree Point. And uh, there are, uh, you can buy waterfront under a million, mm-hmm. well under a million, and uh, or even 
massive view homes and things mm-hmm. like that with, you know, and, and still a very affordable price. So it's, yeah. it's definitely worth checking. Well, out. I will tell you, there is one that I have gone to several times on Sylvester mm-hmm. that I've told you about because we know have it. another mutual client. I know it well. I yep. have shown it yet again. Ah. It's The thing is, is it has a great view I of the water. I know how you're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, like your 1960s yeah. sort of Brady it's a Bunch 1960s, type house. But it's yeah. over 3,000 square feet. Massive house. But with the a, with a base, full long. basement, though. A yeah, daylight yeah. basement. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a daylight basement. Absolutely. And it, um, but it has vast numbers of windows in it. So mm-hmm. the, and many of them are failing. So they're all original. So they need to be, you know, redone. Yeah. So it's a big renovation project, but mm-hmm. I've shown it numerous, numerous times. And can I just tell you something funny? The people mm-hmm. from, um, from on Zillow that asked me to show it to them this yeah. recent weekend. Um, I think they attended one of those classes you and I talked about on a prior show. Ooh, I want to talk about that um, <laughs> when we come back. It was funny. Yeah, if you're feeling yeah. chilly, we're going to talk about the burr method. Yeah, yeah coming yeah. up here. Ooh, where's my hat and gloves? That's right. Ooh, it's going to get chilly here. Stay tuned. We got more open house with Team Reba coming right back at you. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hess from Team Reba. So thanks for listening in on this weekend. Mm-hmm. Hope you're busy out there enjoying the Pacific Northwest and just... Don't touch anybody. Just you know, bump elbows or just go down know, to Burien and just, yeah, and, go down, go down yeah. there and hang out for a little bit. You can just wander around. You don't have to like interact that much with no, people. That's right. You but can if, still you can drive around in your car and still check out Burien. Wave to people. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're feeling yeah, friendly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for gosh sakes, if you have the ability, donate blood. We need that right now. There's a big oh, shortage. Oh, donate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, donate. I, su- I heard you say yeah. don't eat. Don't and eat. I was no, like, well, what? that either. But no, <laughs> donate. Yeah. The yes. Puget Sound Blood Works is dangerously low right now. And uh, and so it's... Because it's people aren't going? They're or? not going. Yeah, oh. they're just not going. So okay. so if you if you Good have the, the ability, mm-hmm. you've got it in your heart, get out there and, and, and yeah. donate. Get your cookie, get your, your yeah. juice or whatever. Gotcha. Uh, I can't uh, I can't donate. I've been uh, banned from donating because right. I used to live in England during a time that the mad oh, cow the mad disease cow? was running rampant. They can't so, like just test you somehow and make sure. Apparently not. Of course, yeah. there are times I wonder about you. Well, I yeah, it could be a symbol, <laughs> yes, a, a symptom. Maybe that's what's going on with me. I don't know, but I got the mad cow. Okay. All right. Well, usually the mad cows are on you because yep. they're eating them. <laughs> Like a Although somebody told me once that that men can't get mad cow, and I said, "Really? Yeah, men are pigs." But uh, anyway, <laughs> oh what do gosh. I know? Anyway, Uh-oh. hey, but Ruin it's ruin your jokes. Okay, it's feeling kind of yes, chilly, chilly. In here is yes. a little bit. A little well, as as true. we were going into our break, I was mentioning that house that yeah. needs a bunch of work, mm-hmm. and we had on a prior show brought up the idea of the it's the B R R R method, right? Do you yes. want to like? Please describe for our listeners. The Burr Method. It's all over the internet. It stands for buy, renovate, rent, refinance, and then repeat. So the idea is that you buy a fixer home, you you renovate it to to fix it up so that you pick up equity, Mm -hmm. you rent it out, 
Yeah. And then you do a cash out refinance to pull your original investment out of the home and then start the process all over again. So now you're even more, well, well, yeah, the theory's still... the theory's fine. The, yeah. the, 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 there's but there's a whole bunch of things that could go wrong. Yes. And and that's what I yeah. wanted to talk about well, because that a little you're, bit. Because you're pulling everything back out, now you definitely are more highly leveraged again. You are. And you can't Okay, anyway, you you describe it cuz no, you're, you're you're on the lending side. I'm, I'll, go no, ahead. No, you hit the you hit the nail on the head, but but really mm-hmm. even before you kind of get to get to that to the to that part of it, the 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 last are there, I guess, or the second last, second last are the refinance part. When you're buying a mm-hmm. home that needs renovations, yeah, Reba, in your experience, I know what my experience is. How many times have mm-hmm. you seen a renovation project come in at budget or below? Never, ever. No, it, it, they they never do. No, it Cause, doesn't. Because the thing is, happen. is once you start opening houses. Yeah. You find stuff you didn't know was in the walls. That's right. Or was lacking in the walls. That's right. <laughs> or whatever the yeah. situation is. Exactly. Right? And it's always like, oh, adjustment. Like, even when I've helped uh, a customer do this in the past where we helped them through something, which, by the way, if your agent is managing your stuff, you better make sure that they have a general contractor's license because otherwise they're violating all kinds of laws. Mm-hmm. But um, we assisted with getting a contractor for one of our clients. Mm-hmm. And because he kept, uh, he had somebody else and he kept going 50% over, no, pardon me, he went 100% because he had a project that was supposed to be four grand and it went to eight. Mm-hmm. And then we had a whole bunch of work to sell his house. So I brought in a bunch of people that we had re- referred, right, and recommended, sure. all licensed bonded individuals. And then I helped get all the stuff done and then just kept, you know, kept, keeping track on people, mm-hmm. right? I wasn't managing or running any of this stuff, sure. but I was like just checking in every week, getting updates, going? what's mm-hmm. going on. And uh, we stayed within 10% of budget. And well, that, that was a $20,000 That's exceptional, actually. That that yeah, really is. Well, I know, and I knew that. You and I were talking about a that's property. That's because I know and, how to talk to contractors. <laughs> right, right. You know the language, <laughs> speak the language. Yeah. Well, it's like you, you, I know you went and looked at a property mm-hmm. uh, that uh, kind of caught caught my eye, and then yeah. I think it caught your eye. Oh, uh, yeah. Where, and then it was a lot more. <laughs> right. So, well, the you know, it's like, oh, failed septic system. Mm-hmm. Hmm, how bad could it be? Right. It was really bad. <laughs> so, so not only was it failed, but it happened to be on a beach, and, and the septic was on the beach. On the beach, which is a no go. No go. Not doing that these days. And because the property had been cut by Highway 20 at one point, it couldn't have this, a new septic put on site. So you would have to go under the highway and pay an astronomical amount of money for an easement on another parcel. It was going to be mm. like a 180 minimum. So then I'm this. thinking, okay, so what you originally, a septic system, okay, maybe 20,000 something, 30 Well, maybe. if you were going to upgrade it to a four right. bed unit, yeah. Now we're closing the highway, mm-hmm. we're cutting up the road, we're digging under no, the road. No, they would tunnel under Oh, they'd it. tunnel There's under There's one it. company that oh, they okay, actually, you got a that the state would allow, they're yeah. like, you must use these guys and they would tunnel. Mm. All of a so sudden. Not, yeah, because they have, they have 30,000 cars a day yeah. on that road. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. But just one, and it wasn't just one that. small example. No, no, once. Okay. So here's the thing, folks. When you're looking at Zillow and you're just looking at the marketing remarks, if you indeed have access to the marketing remarks, mm-hmm. there's a lot of missing information. So in that particular properties case, we had not only the septic, but then I ended up talking to the agent mm-hmm. and I'm being told about a roof leak that's been going on four to five years. I found out about 
two feet of seawater because during a king tide and storm, they had two feet of seawater come into the basement level of the property. And then there was numerous other things <laughs> went right along with that. And it was just like the litany is like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. We have bigger issues this is here. Much, this is yeah. much nastier well, than expected. It's a, it's a perfect example, though, because you, you especially if this is your first foray into a, a renovation type project, mm-hmm. the, the real magic to it, the art of it, is to find the home, figure out what is this thing going to be worth when it's done. Yes, then subtract out what are my costs for for doing the renovation and work. Yes. It'd be a, and you've got to be thorough on uh, that. Very thorough. And you back all that out, back out another 20% because exactly. things are going to happen. Yep. That's the maximum price you should pay for that home. Mm-hmm. And that's the mistake that a lot of people make. They'll end up paying pretty darn close to market value yep. You know, for a, for a home that needs a bunch of renovation yeah. work. Then by the time you get done with it, all that work is done. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to give you a high enough appraisal to R, part of the burr part, yeah. and pull your, your money back out of that property. Exactly. Because when you refinance a rental property, the most mm-hmm. you can borrow is 75% of the value of the rental yeah. home. And if you're buying it, you probably, did you already say this? Like when you're uh, buying it, saying that you're going to occupy it. Oh, well, no, that's the other part that some of these uh, things teach. Although mm-hmm. I, so, so, so far as uh, I've looked, there's a whole bunch of different websites about this. And most of them are pretty straightforward saying, ah, you're going to need to put 20% down when you buy it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need to have money to renovate it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then when you do refinance, you're going to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be able to pull possibly everything out of it that you need no um but uh, one of them was kind of interesting they're talking about different types of loans and they said well you can get a conventional loan or you can get a local bank loan and a local bank will not care about the condition of the property so much what yeah this is a national article local bank loan oh Hmm. uh... yeah no there's really no such thing folks a local bank is going to follow the same what are called atr rules ability to repay as a uh, as any any lender will so there's really no such thing. You don't want to know one other piece of, I'm sorry, pardon me, mm. but you know another piece of BS around that? Huh. So one of my longtime friends from high school, she's worked for 30 years at a bank in a little town in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Those local banks don't fund their own loans. No. They come from places like Bank of America. I know. Yeah. And Well, our listeners don't know that. Yeah. I mean, you and I might know that, yeah. but it's like... No, they're not doing any of that anymore. That's not even no, available are, to them anymore. They're they so long gone. In fact, her bank just got sold. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's even yeah. more gone. Yeah. So that's old, ridiculous information. <laughs> well, then there, there's... Uh, How much I'll, do people charge for someone to go to one of those classes? I really want to look that yeah, up. Yeah, that'd be kind of curious. You know what? It's probably well, a free... The first class, I'm sure, is free. It. Yeah, you keep explaining and, this to our people because right. I am going to look that up right now. All right. Well, so 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 far we've got that we're going to buy, buy the home. It's going to be a rental. We're going to renovate it. If you don't have the cash to do your own renovations, there is a loan available. It's called a renovation loan. And a renovation loan uh, will combine money to purchase a home plus money to renovate the property all hooked together. You do have to have a licensed and bonded and insured contractor and plans and specifications, everything Mm -hmm. for the project. Then the the lender, uh, we do an appraisal of the property and we calculate what the future value of the home will be after all those renovations are finished. Our loan calculations are based on that. So if you're going to put, you could put 15% down at the very Mm -hmm. least, 
20 percent is typical. Uh, 25 percent is best if you're buying an investment property because the rates are better uh, than if you put 20 percent down or, or 15 percent down. So, so you do that. Then once your loan closes, you own the property before any work gets started. At that point, you have six months to complete the work. Right. And uh, and then at that point, then you could, of course, you know, wrench it out and re- and and refinance and then start that process all over again. Uh, but the the again, the trick is to is to work the numbers out on that. You know, what happens if you go into this thing, you're putting all this money into this property, you run into some hiccups along the way, and then when you go to refinance. There isn't as much equity in that property as you thought. Right. You may not be able to pull, you know, some or any of your your cash back out mm-hmm. of that investment, and uh, you know, so then you're 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 set faced with that. So the other thing that we see happen a lot is some of these distressed properties for sale are sold at auction. Mm-hmm. If it's a foreclosure sale, those are often in the yep, worst condition. They are, and you you have to show up with a cashier's check if you buy a home at auction. You can't get traditional bank financing. Nope. So there are some hard money lenders out there who will front the money to you to buy a home like that at the auction, and maybe even give you funds to do renovation. You'll pay a, an interest rate that's going to be roughly double. You know what mm-hmm. you would get in the in the yeah. The I talked with one markets. of those as I was looking at that place that you and I were discussing. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who had just moved to a lender that offered things like that was like, "Oh yeah, we have one at eight percent." Right, with two or three points, mm-hmm. you're not going to just get eight yeah. percent with no loan fees. It's going to be at least a minimum of probably two percent or maybe more in fees. You know, most of these people who are promoting some of this stuff, you got to be real careful, listeners, because <laughs> we're a high priced market area. And so that's going to make this even more difficult to make work. I'm looking at one of these sites online. It says, example, rent out the property for $1,200 a month, refinance it for an appraised value of $160,000 a year later. Where's that going to happen in this area? Certainly not around here. No, not at all. More chilling information on the Burr Method (laughs) coming up right after this. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Oss is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes, and it's still a little chilly in this room. It is because we've been oh. talking about the burr yeah. method. Not because so. it's just still <laughs> semi-winter springtime. No. <laughs> it's chilly all year long with the Burr method. Mm-hmm. Buy, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat. Yes, that's the all over the internet mm-hmm. and lots yes, and lots of videos and everywhere and uh, lots of different ways to go. Uh, so I, I did want to talk real quick about uh, a type of financing that is often used for for distressed properties, which mm-hmm. is hard money. Yes, and please do talk about there, that. There are some websites out there where you can you know get hard money type loans and there's private type lenders as well. And and basically a hard money loan is a short term loan. It might be one year, possibly two year term at the most. Mm-hmm. You may or may not need to make payments on that loan. Typically not. The interest rates are going to be up there. They're going to start at start at about eight percent. They could go higher than that. You will have fees. Oh yeah, I've heard twelve, thirteen even. Because mm-hmm. well because yeah. they're still going to look at how much risk you are and especially mm-hmm. if you haven't ever done it before, you're not going to get the best rates, Correct. just like anything else. Correct. 
I've seen fees anywhere from two to six percent mm-hmm. on on a, a hard money type loan. So the idea is that, and, and, and actually we see a lot of, a lot of um, small contractors and things will use hard money if maybe they don't qualify for traditional type financing. Right. And, um, and you'll see flippers uh, use hard money loans. That's pretty much who I think was at that mm-hmm. house I was showing. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and you should have seen their faces. They were so in over their heads. Oh. Uh, just like the second I started talking about certain features of the house, the dude's eyes completely glazed over because the the girlfriend or wife or whoever she was was not very pleasant on the phone and was like super demanding about absolutely needing to come and see this place and we primed her we told her right up front up front it's like i've shown this home several times Mm -hmm. we already know that the price point that it's at is nowhere close to what you want Mm -hmm. it to be because it needs a minimum, not even talking about a nice upgrade, a minimum of two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars to do something to this house. Mm. And it's like it would be a buy and hold, not this. Right. One hundred percent, not be this. Not that one. Yeah, because you couldn't rent it out for what your cost would be. Right. But it, you know, it just the windows alone. I mentioned earlier, minimum sixty, and that's without us getting a window person out there. It could be more. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, the floors needed to be stripped and redone. It had wallpaper. It had a super dated kitchen. Um, there was a hot tub in the master that they had enclosed a deck. So it had this funky, like, outdoor shower, but yet it was technically indoor because they'd enclosed it with the hot tub. And so it was like this, it was so. Sounds kind of like so a bizarre. Sort of a dry, <laughs> dry rotten nightmare or something. Yeah, some sort. yeah, yeah, potentially so. And I mean, you could tell it was also a deck from, because on the outside of how it was supported, it just, you know, you, you could just see it. Yeah. If you know what you're looking for. And it had an oil fired boiler heat system, which mm-hmm. is efficient. But as mm-hmm. you know from a prior home you Have owned, one. Yeah. yeah, those are, if they poop out on you, well, Not cheap to replace. My current home has one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You, that's right. Yeah. That's how. How do you randomly find those? I don't I just, know. I'm you're just, just you have just a special lucky, skill. You yeah, and can, septic systems. I can and ferret them out. Oil yeah. fired boilers. Yeah, you find a house with oil fired <laughs> heat and a septic system. I'm all in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know. And so I'm certain they're talking to them about you know the oil tank and this and the, and the thing is the oil tank was buried under concrete. Well, sure it was. You know, so if you need to get to it and there was no chance, like, and, and if that area ever goes into like what city of Seattle wants to implement of no more oil heat, mm-hmm. right. then you got to, it's going to be super expensive to try and get a gas line there. Yeah. I mean, you know what, what is sort of amusing just to sidelight that mm-hmm. Sylvester road that runs down yeah, through yeah. Beer and towards three tree point, mm-hmm. the, uh, as you're heading towards the water, the left-hand side is the city of Normandy park and yes. that's Puget sound. That's PSE. Mm-hmm. The right side is city of Burien. Most of it is mm-hmm. that's city light. And there are times where you're going down that oh, road and the right side is lit up nice and bright. And the left side is just black. Oh God. <laughs> or, <laughs> Or vice versa. Right. But, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 No, oh it's, my it's gosh. pretty kind of interesting down there. But it, yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, these renovation things, they really, you got to be oh, so, so, so careful on it. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about using hard money loans, you really need to be thinking about not just how do I get into this home, mm-hmm. but you also need to be thinking how do I get out? Yes. Always of this have hard an money exit loan. strategy. You've got to have an exit strategy. You know, can I can I sell this home if I am going to rent it? Can I pull up a, a, enough equity to make it cash flow? 
I want to get my cash out. Sure, okay, I get it, but I also need a cash flow. You know, I want I don't want mm-hmm. my my mortgage payment to be significantly higher than my rents. You know, if I can possibly help it. And the other part about it is if this uh, Burr method, you know, buy, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat. The refinance part. If you're trying to pull cash out of an investment property, a non-owner occupied transaction, a cash out refinance is only available after six months. There must be a six month seasoning period. So if you're gonna think I'm gonna jump in here, do a quick, you know, quick cosmetic type uh, remodel on this home, couple months later, I'm just gonna refi and pull my cash out. You can't. No. You have to hold that property for at least six months before you can refinance and pull your money out. That one surprises a lot of people, and they don't really talk about that. Of course, they don't. In fact, I'm looking at one website method. right. Yeah, well, I'm looking at one web website right now. I know you can see my face, and my <laughs> eyes are wide open reading what these people are saying. And this one's trying to say you can do everything with even 100% financing. It's like, and then what I'm looking at is basically. This seems to be promoting a company. I'm not even going to say their name because I don't want people to go find mm-hmm. them. But it's a quote unquote business credit concierge service, which gives you credit lines and unsecured business cards of one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars for this uh, okay. for this program. That's the angle there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. At, uh, I'm I'm not I'm 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 thinking it's not going to be a super attractive interest rate. For something like that, uh, but you know they they are out there, and we, we you know I do see contractors and builders that have a credit line, you know, but these are established businesses typically, and they've right. got a track record. They know how to how yes. to do these things, you know, even just a scheduling uh, a renovation project, scheduling to avoid delays, getting the the you know as you go through a typical refinance project, you've got demolition, then you've got your your framing. You've got your your rough in your wiring, your rough in wiring, your rough in plumbing, possibly mm-hmm. heat, all that sort of thing. Then you're going to go to sheetrock. Then you're going to go to your trim. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to go to paint and 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 then and let's just get real. And Most else. of these things are cheesy. They are they done are. so cheaply and cheesy. Right. I've literally been in some of these houses where you go to try and open a window and the thing snaps off and shoots across the room. <laughs> well, they don't use any edging on the tile work. No. They, I mean, it's just, right. oh, and you know they're going to be falling apart in like three to five right. years. But but I, I'm just talking more about the scheduling of all of that because everybody's busy and there's delays. Oh, in this market area? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, so, yeah. So maybe you line up all your contractors. Okay, you're going to have this guy in this week, that guy in that week, that guy in that week. And all of a sudden, you've got the electrician and the plumber trying to work in the same space. They're fighting each other. One gets mad and walks off the job. Not that that ever happened to me before. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then all of a sudden, now I'm delayed. Mm-hmm. A month because I got to get another electrician out there yeah. and everybody else is too busy. Yes. So these things can take on a They'll life snowball. of their own. They, they will really snowball. Can. can I, may I just, uh, as an underscore, not just mm. because of this, Yeah. I am working with an estate right now where unfortunately, uh, you know, we've talked, we've had um, Paige, Paige oh, Ulrey, right? Mm-hmm. From the um, King County uh Prosecutor's office. office, elder yeah. abuse. Uh, yeah. Prosecutor. So this gentleman had, when he was still alive, had had a stroke and wasn't really thinking straight. And somebody ended up um, pretty much taking advantage of him, had him prepay for a bunch of work at his house, 
and then disappeared. Oh, like started no. it, yeah, disappeared, and then the gentleman passed away. Oh, and so now we're you know scrambling around trying to help the estate with getting things prepared. And that was one of the things that we had to talk to them about was we know you're dealing with some of these other things, but it's we may have to you know take time to find someone. Now, mm-hmm. thankfully, because I have long term relationships with a whole lot of people, we have someone who's already working on getting that done. We'll probably get it done in the next three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but nice. you not everybody has that relationship. If you're just trying to start something like this, you don't have those kinds of working relationships. No. I can pull favors from people because I've been helping like send business to them for in some cases close to two decades. Mm-hmm. Right, and they're happy to be like. But if you just hey, don't, we'll if do you're you just kind of calling them cold off the street, they're gonna you know, be like, "Get in mm, line, buddy." I'll see you in a few months. Right, yeah. they're like, "I'm mm-hmm. booked out." Right, I'm not gonna tick off my other clients just to make you an exception. Right, right. So you know, it's just. People have really, really, really got to do their homework oh, before they get so into any of these kinds of things. Or, or have the capital to be able to handle delays like yes, this. Yes, because that's yeah. the problem right before we had the housing crisis is how many people were trying to do the same kind of thing back then. Mm-hmm. And then when things changed, they were caught with their shorts down. And many of them had absolutely no reserves. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just that people just buying even you know rentals because they were buying on appreciation only. And that mm-hmm. was a huge mistake. Right. We While right. the fundamentals here of supply and demand are showing us in a strong, strong housing market, that doesn't negate being well-prepared for whatever you're going to do in something like this. You shouldn't yeah. be jumping into something if you don't have the financial wherewithal to do it. And talking to the young couple that I saw the other day, I could look right through them and just be like, because they wouldn't talk to me about their financing. They wouldn't talk to me what kind of, I'm like, you're looking at a $900,000 house. If you want me to come spend my valuable time working with you on it, you better be able to pony mm-hmm. up and have a conversation. Don't don't have to have everything right there, but at least have the conversation. But you could tell they were just completely, they, they were from the Columbia City area. And they were like, well, you know, houses in our area, you know, if you're going to pay this much money, it's going to be, yeah, and I was like, I, I know the market better than you, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. And then they, they also, this place does have a really good view that I was showing them mm-hmm. as a view of Rainier. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same view you had, I just lower yeah. down the hill, right? Mm-hmm. It's a gorgeous view. Yeah. And they were like, well, this view's not very good anyway. I'm like, if you live in Columbia City, you don't have views. <laughs> you nothing. I, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, this is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just, I rolled my eyes. I mean, and I, I hope for our listeners that doesn't sound like I'm being... A, you know, a bragger or whatever. It's like, it's just like, it's experience. Mm-hmm. It's experience. Right. You could see yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just thought, Oh, thank you for oh make, taking up my Sunday yeah. afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. All right. So I know we're getting close to a break. You got more you want to cover on uh, the chilliness of this strategy? Just a tidbit when okay. we come back. Yes. All right. Yeah. So when we come back on open house with team Reba, we're going to see if we can start warming things up in this room. And then, uh, you know, hopefully warming up their brains with some really great information. So be back with us here in just a few moments on Open House with Team Reba. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Ostinus from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. Thanks for listening in this weekend. We really appreciate it. And we're talking about this uh, this time around, the Burr Method. Yes. You know, going deeper. We, going I mean, we deeper. brought it up before, but this time we're 
focusing yeah. it in. Right, right. Which That's I think right. is a good thing to do. It is. Well, it, and and I've I've used this method in the past. I know you've used this method in the past, mm-hmm. and it, it can work very, very well, you know, for for building building wealth. And we you know we talk about that in our our first time buyer classes that you know the advantage of leverage is is significant. You yeah. Know, if oh, I, absolutely. If if I buy a, a home for you know five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And let's say I put twenty percent down, which is a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, right? Yeah. Well, when when that home appreciates, if that home appreciates by five percent in the first year, mm-hmm. I made twenty five thousand dollars. Yep. If I just kept my hundred thousand in the market and it appreciates by five percent, I made mm-hmm. five thousand dollars. Right. You know, it's it's, it's the it's the power of leverage. And so, then it's compounded because mm-hmm. as you have ongoing appreciation, it's of it's course compounding through the whole thing, right? Absolutely. It's not just on that initial amount. No, that's right. right? And that's sort of the, the beauty of things. So, right. so, so I don't, you know, we're not trying to discourage people from, no, from investing like this. No, we believe this. in real estate investment. Right. We just believe in smart yes, go investment. In, yes, go in with your eyes wide open. Yes. I, I was looking online, some of these Burr, uh, you know, these mm-hmm. Burr websites, one of them has a calculator. Okay. So it, it and it, it's it's pretty good. It starts out, you know, how much are you going to buy, and uh-huh. what are your closing costs, and how much are you going to put down. Yeah. You know, so I figured twenty percent down, and then what do you think this thing is going to be worth when you're done? All right, mm-hmm. you know, and your how much is it going to cost to do the renovations? So I'm following all that along. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Then it's like, okay, now let's get to the refinance part. How much do you want to pull out of the property? And it's like, well, I want to borrow. 95% of what okay. it's worth. I want to pull all but 5% out. What kind of loan do you want? Do you want a fixed rate or interest only? I'm like, mm, interest only. You know, so I put that in there and and then it's like, well, what kind of rate do you think you're going to going to want? I'm like, mm, 4%. I'd be happy with that. So, it, it and you hit okay and it it says, "All right, you know, you're going to get this much money out. And this is your net mm-hmm. net income. This is your your capitalization rate. It's coming up with all the numbers and everything. One slight problem to all of that. What? That financing isn't available. You know, I can't pull 95% out no. of the property. I can't get an interest-only loan like that these days. So the most I can pull out is 75% of the value of the home. And so all of a sudden, a... If, I, if I'm basing all my calculations on a website... Uh-huh. That that tells me things are available that really aren't, then I, I'm setting myself up for right. failure. So what I'm assuming though is that that website is also just doing data collection. It is. So they can market the other stuff to Absolutely. you that you can actually do. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah, if you're doing all your calculations based on that, but not reality, mm-hmm. you're screwed when you actually go and yeah. try and do it. Pretty much. Pretty much. And unfortunately, a lot of times, like I, with me on the lending side, I'll run into folks that have taken a seminar like that mm-hmm. too late. They're already in contract. Oh, now they're trying to figure out how do I do all of this? Uh-huh. And uh, and so we I, that's a lot of deer I spent a lot of time trying to educate. Hey, yeah, here's the rules. You you know, I don't those. know what they told you at this seminar, but but um, well, I remember one of the classes that we taught. Was which, by the way, our next class is in June. If yeah. anyone's interested, we'll we'll talk about it later. But um, the we had some of our classes where people came in, and we started asking, like, how much did you pay for some of the seminars you went to? Oh, and yeah. we were hearing yeah. hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars right. for some of these. And then the people were like, "But I still can't 
get anything and I don't have enough money apparently, or I'm still learning. And one of the ones that I sat, I gave four and a half hours of my free time to somebody because they had been referred by a past client. So Mm -hmm. I was trying to be, you know, give value to, you know, a connection. And uh, I was asked to sit down with them because they had been at one of these seminars that costs like $600 a person. And it was a couple. Mm-hmm. So they'd spent $1,200. <laughs> yeah. And then I started asking them questions because they kept asking me about these junker um, craftsman style homes. Mm-hmm. And I started asking, well, what construction experience do you have? Well, they'd had zero. Mm. The person who was doing all of the research was the wife who only worked one day a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um, when I started asking them, well, what kind of you know materials are you planning on using? Well, they hadn't even researched any of that yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how are you going to be able to come up with the construction cost to renovate if you don't even? I'm like, you should at least go out and understand the cost of materials, right? Because you're going to be craftsman's not not your ordinary animal. No. You know, it's lath and plaster. Right. You know, you... And they didn't know anything about lath and plaster. They had yeah. no idea about knob and tube wiring. They had no mm. idea. I mean, there was so much Cast they didn't iron know. pipes. And, yeah. And there's yeah. a reason why a bunch of these flippers nowadays are all going after single story or um, split level homes. Because right. they're the easiest Easier to reconfigure to inside. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, so one other thing I want to bring up also, you know, when we're kind of working on the whole planning aspect of this, I, I you're talking about the people paying you know, lots, lots of money for these seminars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was just their first one. There were right. more expensive ones later. Well, I had a client recently that went all the way um, with these seminars. Oh, gosh. And and they even went so far as they set up an LLC, Limited Liability Corporation. Uh-huh. Um, it was called Massive Profits LLC or something a like barf. that. And uh, <laughs> so, so, so and, and then they filed a tax return. And on their first year tax return, of course, they had zero income from their flipping venture uh, on this LLC, but they claimed $12,000 in education expense. That's the money that they paid for the seminars. So the idea was, oh, we're just going to write off all the costs for the seminar. Okay, that's that's fine, except when you go to a lender uh-huh. and we see a, a business now, we say, oh, you're partially self-employed. Right. And we see no income but a $12,000 loss, we will assume that that loss will continue in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. So there's all of a sudden $1,000 we take out of, of a person's qualifying income, unless right. we can tap dance and right. do a couple of pirouettes and, and talk our way out of that, which we, we were able to do in this case, saying, they, no, we're shutting that down. Right. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh. Uh, but the reason I bring up the LLC is number one, if you do mm-hmm. claim a loss on an LLC, guess what? It's going to give you a little bit of trouble when you go to the to the lender to try and get financing. Mm-hmm. The other part of it is that when you buy one of these homes, if you're using the Burr method, you will not be able to, with very few exceptions, vest the title in an LLC. Correct. The title of the property is going to have to be in your names as individuals. Yeah. Unless you're dealing with a hard money type loan or some of the what we call Alt A alternative alternative yes. types of mortgages, your standard Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, thirty year fixed rate loans will not allow you to have title mm-hmm. vested in an yep. LLC because they so, want somebody responsible, and an LLC is like, ooh, I'm not responsible, <laughs> which is the whole point of an LLC. Exactly, uh, but it, unfortunately, it doesn't work when you're trying to, um, you know, yeah. trying to finance it. So, so uh, I had a, a fantastic uh, real estate attorney over the years. He's since retired. 
too mm-hmm. bad. Greg Lawless, love oh, that yeah, name yeah, for yeah. an attorney. Yes. He, he ran the Lawless Partnership. Yep. And um, But he always, um, you know, he helped me kind of set some things up myself. And yeah, I set up an LLC, mm-hmm. but I own the property as an individual. Right. The LLC leases to the tenant. The tenant mm-hmm. in turn deals with the LLC, so it's not perfect, but it gives you some right. some degree of, of protection. Yeah, and uh, you know, but well, and but, we've in the past. I I am curious if any if any of our listeners are interested in this, we would put it together again because I do have a series of professionals. We did a panel class many years ago where we brought in an insurance, a real mm-hmm. estate attorney, and a CPA mm-hmm. to talk about how you hold title. Don't and we should do that again. Yeah. yeah. And, you yeah. Know, so listeners, if you're interested in something like that, please send in your interest to info at teamreba.com. I already have all the people set up. I even also, well, we have our cost segregation mm-hmm. guy too. Right, right. Um, we've got a whole bunch of people who are more than willing for us to put on a seminar like that mm-hmm. uh, if people are showing interest. And it's, it's super wonderful information. Because they talk about all the different issues around each type of how you would hold property or how you would do kind of your filings and other things around that. So definitely worth doing. And that class also, like many of our seminars, would be sponsored by Depends. Yeah, (laughs) I know, (laughs) Because we have so many variables Uh, with all of these sort of things. Yeah, because everyone's situation is going to be slightly different. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Well, it's fun stuff, though. And it and boy, if you can get the right project yeah. and you have the right advice and you go in with your eyes open and you do a bit of planning. It no, you do a, a lot thing. of planning. Yes, it can lots be a really of planning. Always. Well, thanks for listening this afternoon. Hope uh, that was informative for you and hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks go again warm for up. listening. Warm up now. <laughs>